sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'm a shade anyway. But the gag is, I'm a show up all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Let's go. All right, so you know I'm in New York City in Studio B. Go ahead and hit the applause, Kelvin, because Kelvin is running the damn sound effects from LA. <sighs> okay, let's establish a couple things, because y'all know when I'm in New York, Studio B stands for bullshit or best effort to get it right. My team has been working all day. And so I want to first say, do y'all hear me? Does everybody hear me in this bitch? Okay. Okay. So Amberlynn has given me the thumbs up. Um, Anna Nicole. I thought she, I thought Anna Nicole Smith was dead, but Anna Nicole, oh, it's a, it's a different. I mean, girl, you white too. I don't know. Okay. All right, well, listen, I'm here. Everybody's here. The Gag Nation is here. Tamar Braxton is coming up in the show. I don't know why I'm hearing Johnny. Who was that talking? Is that? Oh. Oh, Tamar. No, Tamar, hold on. No, you're here. You're here. Oh. <laughs> Johnny, you bring Tamar in the, from the studio into the thing. She is not on the show yet. She is in the virtual green room watching the is about to ensue like i said i am coming live can you turn tamar please thank you i'm coming to you live from studio b and now i hear echo now i don't hear echo okay look what i have learned to accept here at gagging is that it's just never going to be perfect, okay? And that is why I am who I am, because I live in an imperfect world. I still hear texting in the background, which means there's still a mic open, which means y'all in the studio A, which stands for, all right, y'all better hurry up and get this shit right, need to turn that other mic off. Thank you. All right, well, look, we have an exciting show today, and we're going to start over, because like I said, Tamar Braxton is here. She ain't coming on right now, but this is what she looked like, so you can put the clip up now. Okay, Tamar Braxton is here, and we're going to get into a full show of, ga of gag. She hasn't been on the show. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Not with the sound effects right now. We got it. You did an applause. Okay, and we have a full night of gags. I was explaining to her that with the podcast, which she's been on, uh, and then I've been on her podcast, which I'm going to show you. This is a sh that my podcast is a show where um, I say what I think about stuff, and this is a show where the Gag Nation gets to say what they think. And so Tamar is going to pull up in the Gag Nation. You'll be able to gag later. Let me go ahead and put the number up now, so you have it. Make sure that you have it in your phone. One four zero two gagging is the number that you get to call in on. Does the calling work? Okay, great. We fixed the calling feature, and you'll be able to come in on this link right here. Uh, this is how you'll be able to come on the screen. You got to get on the screen now. If you're not getting on the screen now, you're not going to be able to because Amberlynn and everybody, Sharon and all the regulars, they they already they got it. There. Studio people, stop doing stuff. Don't control my screen. Do not touch my screen. I will fuck y'all up all the way from New York. I swear to God. Alexis, you're going to get fucked up just as a 
byproduct of Kelvin getting fucked up. Because you know when drive-bys happen in our community, everybody that's not supposed to get shot gets shot. And that's what happens here at Hollywood a lot. Everybody who ain't even in the car gets shot because of Kelvin. All right, now look, let me go ahead and put the disclaimer up now because I can already tell the show is about to be on some bullshit. Now, this says basically that there's going to be uh, content discussed in the show where your kids should have been took his nightly night quill and been asleep. It also says that we're going to use a lot of information that we have the right to. So if you try to sue me, go on and pass that to somebody else because I don't care. And then also that there are going to be views expressed by the gag nation that really don't reflect what normal people think and feel, but they get to pull up and say whatever they want because it's their show. All right. And when I say it's their show, let me be clear. I'm not talking about Zaydan. It's not his show. I mean, he thinks it is, but God bless Zaydan. I miss you, Zaydan. Never thought I would say that. All right. Well, look, um, I have to say one of the biggest conversations happening online right now, for whatever reason, is my jawline. <laughs> I have heard about my jawline every day because people can see it. And I just want to tell you, you know, I went to Columbia to go meet somebody that I met on Bego. Plus, I had to do a photo shoot for Fashion Nova. That's my tax reason for going. But, the, you know, I went over to Columbia and had a great time, then went to Miami. And I pull up in Miami and, you know, uh, I had to have dinner with Amber Rose because we have this project launched soon, which, by the way, Amber will be coming to gagging to talk about it. And also Floyd was there. So I pull up and Floyd tells me that not only have I lost too much weight, but he said I needed to eat a donut. Which I kind of feel like if you know your friend was fat and lost all the weight, the last thing you should be doing is telling him to eat a donut because I spent that $11,000 and all the sacrifice to lose over 115 pounds, almost 120 pounds. And so I should not be eating a donut. But I won't lie. I did eat the donut out of guilt. Um, And I just feel like, again, I don't know how all of you deal with weight loss or weight gain. I know that, you know, I was on Tamar's show recently and we talked about my weight loss journey and she talked about her body uh, image issues that she had, which none of us would ever even imagine. And so I just have to say, like, although it was a kiki and a joke and, you know, me and Floyd have a really close relationship, so we do joke with one another. Let's be clear. I don't want none of you other motherfuckers running up on me with no donuts. If you run up on me in Beverly Hills with a donut, um, we might be swinging in the street. I don't need to eat no donuts. I'm barely eating red meat. Uh, people are saying I'm too skinny now. Somebody on Beagle said that I'm on cocaine. Not, somebody else said I had HIV. Let me be very clear. This is why I told Rob, when I did I not tell you this? When I decided to lose this weight, I said, Rob, should I tell people that I'm having surgery or should I just like lose it out of nowhere? He was like, I mean, you should just be honest and open. That's what your bit brand is. Just be honest and open and tell the people. You know what I told him? you damn right. Because if I start dropping 100 pounds, the girl's going to be whispering in the background. You know, he got that shit. So no disrespect to those of you struggling with the disease or living with the disease, you know, but I had to be very clear with my community because y'all are messy as fuck. And I know that you're looking for something on me, but you bitches will never get it. So keep making it up because everything I do, I put it out in the open. Um, All right. Now uh, it's about, I just had a steak and some asparagus. And so um, there's like a lot of gas circulating right here, just so you know. All right. It's the tea with Jason Lee. Finally, Kelvin gets the cue right. I mean, you know, Kelvin took the week off last week. Nobody knew he was taking the week off. He he organized his own time off. He organized a meeting with my staff, planned his little getaway, planned his coverage, fucked up our schedule. 
uh, then acted like he forgot about everything. Like Kelvin has learned how to be very manipulative here at Hollywood a lot. And so Alexis was running the uh, board last week. Yeah, last week, right? Or you she and you ran the comments. And Alexis, when we she was leaving, which she didn't tell Kelvin yet, she whispered to me, We don't need Kelvin to do this. Um <laughs> and this is why you shouldn't you should always do your job because it's another bitch waiting to take your spot. Motherfuckers be getting comfortable on these shows and here and there, and then here you off having one good weekend in Vegas with your friends, and meanwhile, your shady ass colleague who's sitting right next to you is plotting on your motherfucking job. Anyway, y'all get along over there because y'all in my house. All right, now look. You know, I've been uh, accused of being transphobic and colorist and all that. By the way, uh, Floyd gave me the powder white donut because he said I don't like chocolate. Y'all gonna stop with this whole uh, this whole bullshit about I don't like chocolate. I like chocolate. Okay, all my niggas is chocolate right now. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, I've been accused of a lot of things. I've been accused of being transphobic before. And Caitlyn Jenner is making it all the more difficult for me to understand what the fuck is going on with this movement because trans people are fighting for rights that they want and then turn around and do dumb shit. Now, Caitlyn is uh, running for governor. Well, she wants to be the governor of California. She's never going to be the... She can run for a lot of things. She can run for the decathlon. She can run track and field. The bitch nigga ain't running for governor, ain't getting it. Sorry, not having it. Now, uh, you know, Caitlyn said that she was going to run for a political office and wanted to uh, be the next governor of California. And this is where you got to pay attention to the Kardashian Jenner manipulation. Cause this is how they work. You, this is how they work the media. Right now. We know that we saw a whole episode, a whole season play out of Caitlin playing in Chris's clothes, not really knowing what she wanted to do. Uh, one minute she's pushing the tractor trailer. The next minute she's wearing a stiletto and that's okay. She was figuring out what she wanted to do. Then she left her wife for a girlfriend, which I don't understand if you're a trans let me slow down. If you're a trans, if you're a man that becomes a woman and then you date a woman, are you now a lesbian trans? I'm asking you. He, he don't know. And he, he know everything about y'all. Okay. And then if you're a trans, if you're a woman becoming a man and sleep with women, are you straight? These are the questions that we have that we need answers to. And Caitlyn Jenner is just fucking everything up because my understanding in talking to Caitlyn and talking to uh, T.S. Madison, who's the who's the resident trans expert here at Hollywood Unlock, uh, she said that if you identify as a woman, you're treated as a woman. And we know that we've been honoring that with Zaya Wade and everybody else. Well, Caitlyn Jenner done fucked it all up. And we saw that she spent a whole season trashing Kris Jenner for making her feel uncomfortable wearing her favorite... Uh, you know, uh, Mark Jacobs gowns and all those things. But now that she's running for office, she's on some anti-trans movement because Caitlin, now that she's running for governor, weighed in on her first politi polit big political issue and it happens to be of her community. So the Florida legislature passed a bill banning that transgender women and girls from female sports teams, okay? And they said that basically... That uh, Caitlin, they asked Caitlin what she thought about. It. I guess she was coming from Starbucks or something because that's what you do. And they asked her what her thoughts were. And 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 I'm y'all y'all ain't this is what she said. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys who are trans from playing girls' sports in school. What's your opinion on that? 
and back. This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girl sports in our but, but, but if someone transitions and now identifies as a girl, isn't it delegitimizing their identity to prevent Have a them? good day. Now, let me say this. I agree with Caitlin. I agree with Caitlin. What? See, my staff, every time I say something, they're like, you're going to get sued. They're going to hate you. My job is to say what the fuck y'all are thinking. I don't want my daughter. Why is everybody looking at me like this? Like, can I just get it out? Damn, everybody's like nervous on my team. They can't hear me. They cannot hear me. Can you guys hear me? Nobody can hear me. You guys can't hear me. Okay. Well, Anna, stop putting your thumb down because you you messing up my production. You about to get kicked out the damn room. Shit. It's always the people who drink too much that come on the show talking about, hey, hey, hey. no, nigga. Stop drinking. Shit. Okay. Anyway. So let me say this. I don't want my daughter practicing the hurdles and then she got to go run against somebody who's who was born a biological boy with testosterone and these muscles that she don't have. Not to say that women are equal, but in many ways, um, the best female boxer is not going to get in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Well, nobody's going to get in the ring and beat him, but you know what I mean? So I kind of agree with Caitlin. But on the other hand, where I'm conflicted is I also am pro whatever your lifestyle is and believe that if you identify as a woman, you should be treated for all reasons like a woman. I think you should be able to use the female bathroom. I think all those things. I don't necessarily know that Christian Louboutin should make a shoe in your size if you were a size 16, though. At, at some point, you got to stitch your own heel together, okay? But I still believe, I, I agree with Caitlin, but I also agree with the trans movement, so I'm conflicted. Now, I will tell you, a lot of people have weighed in. I put this on Facebook, baby. When I tell you I got more Facebook comments on this than I did for this nigga that I know who died, they didn't care that he died, but they cared about this topic. Because, you know, transphobia and homophobia is a real thing. A lot of people don't want to even acknowledge trans, the trans community. But I, I believe that a person should be able to live out their life the way that they want to. Now, Caitlin, clearly being a trans woman who has a girlfriend, who's, pro I don't know, I still don't know what that means, um, is saying this, is really trying to focus on, I don't think he's trying to focus, I don't think she's, I don't think she's trying to focus on the trans movement, I think she's trying to focus on getting votes. And I know that she's going to get a lot of people who agree with her on this topic. Although, Caitlin, you're selling out your trans community. They st still see you as a nigga. Like nobody because you, I think because Bruce was so famous and so big and such a big athlete and and, and just such a big, uh, you were a big wuss too for the Kardashians. I mean, you let them run all over you. But, you know, I guess it was just a bunch of girl fighting. That we didn't know about. So I kind of feel like Bruce is trying to preserve his role in this upcoming governor thing while shitting on the only community that accepts him at this point. Because I don't know that 
you're you're not accepted by the Kardashian family like that. I mean, they won't even run with you now. You're running by yourself. Well, anyway, Caitlyn went a step further. That wasn't enough. Yeah, you got caught at Starbucks. When the paparazzi catch you, you just say dumb stuff. But Caitlyn went a step further and doubled down on what she said. And this is the tweet that she put out so she couldn't be misconstrued. She said, I didn't expect to get asses on my Saturday morning coffee run, but I'm clear about where I stand. It's an issue of fairness, and we need to protect girls' sports in our school. I don't know, Caitlin. I think you just set the trans movement back. Uh, but a lot of people are going to agree with you. And I know a lot of people are going to come on here and agree. Do I think that Zaya Wade should not be able to perform with the other girls in her school? I don't know. But Zaya Wade also doesn't look like, um, what's the man's name who said his agent was filling on his butt and his, his booty hole and his ball? Terry Crews. You know, if your kid looks like Terry Crews, I'm big old linebacker bitch running through the goddamn locker room. I don't know. I may not want to, I may not want to, I may not want to uh, get on the front line with you. If you look like, you know what I mean? If you wear a size 16 shoe, I don't know. I'm going to leave this one alone because I already feel like I'm in too deep. No pun intended <laughs> for all of y'all out there fucking with the trans like that. I feel like I'm in too deep because Anything I say, people are going to get offended. But fuck it. I still don't think, I don't know. I ain't going to say it. I don't know what to say. Because on one hand, I do agree with the trans movement. Be who you want to be and live out your full life however you want to live it. But on the other hand, is it fair? I'm going to let y'all sound off on this shit. I, I'm going to let it go. Now, we know Caitlyn. Well, no. Caitlyn was not a former Olympic champion. Bruce was. See, and this is the thing. When you become a trans woman, does your man life count? No. They should have stripped Caitlyn of all her. They should have stripped. No, they shouldn't have stripped Caitlyn of her medals. Bruce should keep the medals. But Bruce technically died. So technically the medals should be buried. Along with like a Mac makeup case and, uh, you know, I think a Louboutin just to like signify the, the transition over. Am I in trouble yet? No. Okay, fuck it. I don't care. But yeah, I, I mean, if Caitlin was on a box of cereal now, would it be Winnie's or Wheaties? I don't know. These are the questions that I ask myself. These are the questions that I ask myself. But either way, this is a photo of what Bruce used to look like. Now, Bruce was a good-looking man. Like, ladies, this is your man who's literally plotting on putting on your dress right now. This is why I keep trying to tell you, all y'all got to start having conversations with your man. When you lick in his gooch and he get that little twitch, you're supposed to know what's going on. Put your finger in his booty and see what happens. I told you, if you put your finger in his ass and he goes, oh, that nigga is, and he has aspirations for some other shit. No pun intended. Now, Shauna Brooks, who's a trans uh, person um, and, you know, public figure, spoke out on the, on the trans athlete debate. And so she took to her Twitter to speak out against Caitlyn. See, this is the thing. Shauna, who started this fight, Bruce or Caitlyn? Bruce or Caitlyn, one of y'all started this, and now y'all got a division in the trans community. This is what Shauna said. Shauna said, if Caitlyn Jenner is in favor of trans youth being banned by playing in female sports, then she should lead by example and all her achievements in the Olympics stripped because to be honest and fair, 
Bruce got them awards, not Kate. I agree with Shauna. I agree with Shauna. They should no longer refer to Caitlyn as a decathlon because Caitlyn did not perform in the sports Bruce did. Right? So, so if, if Bruce was tired of Bruce's whole life, left the Kardashians, left the show, left the athletic world and all that, Bruce, Caitlyn should not be reaping the benefits of that. Caitlyn should not be allowed to go to the ESPYs. Wait, does Caitlyn go to the ESPYs? Why would Caitlyn be invited to the ESPYs if Caitlyn ain't never played in any sports? Caitlyn's never played in any sports. So why does Caitlyn get to go to the ESPYs? Aha, aha, aha. See, y'all don't want to have these conversations and these other niggas ain't going to do it on the radio because those bitches afraid to lose their job. You can't turn these lights out. Wouldn't it be funny if the lights went off? You can't turn these lights out because I, the, I run these fucking lights, okay? And so I'm going to say what everybody wants to say. Caitlyn Jenner, you're not allowed to go back to the ESPYs anymore. In fact, you're not even allowed to play ping pong at this point because, because Caitlyn is not athletic. <laughs> she taking notes. Well, as of right now, 34 states are considering the legislation that would ban trans athletes from competing based on their gender identity. And at least five have already turned the bills into law. So transgender female athletes would be limited to playing co-ed sports or on teams with male athletes under the legislation, which restricts female teams uh, to individuals identified as female on their birth certificate. Now, this would affect high schools, college sports sponsored by public schools, including intramural and club teams. This would have a big, big impact. Um, and I don't think Caitlin thought it through. I think she was going to get her white mocha with whip. Uh, and they whipped that question out at her ass and she wasn't ready for it. And Chris Jenner should be mad. Your husband turned into a wife, left you for another woman. Pussy went fire. What was it? I don't know. And Caitlyn's girlfriend DM'd me a question about my um, lights. You know the lights I have in my house that hang on the wall? My my neon light. She asked me where I got it from. I guess she was really nice to me. I don't. I forgot her name, but maybe I reached out to her and see if Caitlyn would want to do an interview. I gotta do it before the show goes live. What's live right now? Oh, hey, Caitlin. All right, bye. So now I've been on the phone with this girl today. Her name is Sydney Chase. Uh, this is her right here. Do we have a picture of her? Oh, no, we have a picture of them. Okay, well, Sydney Chase is the girl. Do we have a picture of Sydney real quick? Can we pull her up? This is Sydney Chase. So pull the picture. Y'all don't have a picture. How y'all gonna have the girl? We talking about the girl, but we don't have her damn picture. Anyway, there's a girl named Sydney Chase because I'm not going to make her just the girl we don't see. She's She has a face. She's making claims that Tristan Thompson is messing with her and that was recently just text her after it went live. She's I'm not going to treat her like the girl that nobody knows. She has a face. So we need to figure out how to get her face before the end of this show in the system so I can pull it up. Well, she recently alleged that she had a sexual relationship with Can't Control My Dick Tristan. Okay. Now, I don't know. What's going on? I've been telling you this dirty dick nigga when we did the whole track Tristan movement trying to figure out where his penis and balls were at because Chloe clearly don't know. 
And you know, now there's so many updates on this that I want to get into. I'm surprised Tristan ain't tried to sue me yet. I wish you would, bitch. I'll do all types of depositions. First of all, I want to see your penis. I want to see your penis. I want a picture of your penis. They did it to Michael Jackson with the little kids. I want to pull your penis up. I'm going to bring all the women in and we're going to look at your penis and they're going to tell me exactly what it looked like before the jury see it. Because I believe this, it's my opinion and I have the right to my opinion under the law that Tristan Thompson has a sex problem. My issue is the fact that he wants to play a man on TV, um, a man who loves his woman, a man who loves his children. First of all, he didn't love his first child because he left that girl pregnant at eight months to go be with the Kardashian because he wanted to be famous. Let's get into that. But she was a black woman. Everybody forgot about that because, you know, black women don't matter until it's a famous hashtag. Uh, say Brianna's name. Anyway, uh, uh, Tristan Thompson left her when she was eight months pregnant, went over to the Kardashian's house because, you know, that's a safe haven for hoes. This is Sydney right here. She's a pretty girl. Very pretty girl. I've been on the phone with her and I might be interviewing her next week. Uh, so, you know, we were the first people at Hollywood Unlocked to break the whole conversation that was, well, not the conversation. We started the conversation because my managing editor happened to be at the party where Tristan and Jordan were hooking up. And we broke that story. And, you know, it, Chloe had given me her number and I thought we was cool. And she, basically they were gaslighting me and using me and my platform to go after um uh, Jordan was. I didn't even know it at the time. I just thought I was getting, you know, breaking information. And honestly, I benefited from it. So really didn't give a fuck. So Tristan had apologized to Chloe and got back with her, made a whole season of it out of the Kardashians. I think two seasons, they're trying to have a second baby. Well, I pray that Chloe is not pregnant and she is safeguarding those goddamn ovaries because baby, I wouldn't give my ovaries to a nigga whose dick was on the public highway or, or in the subways like a Metro pass. That dick is just that that dick is getting more views than a than 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 Lil Nas X's booty hole at this point. I, I don't even understand it. You know, I would I would feel safer putting my dick in Lil Nas X and his whole Satan ritual shoes than I would in letting Tristan Thompson put his dick in my mouth. He put his dick in my mouth. I would have more bumps than a than a crispy rice and tuna from kabuki <laughs> kabuki went out of business by the way which i didn't understand because they had some really good they had some really good drinks so now tristan is speaking out wait oh no the girl spoke out so the girl apologized she spoke out getting people talking about it right okay now that stirred the pot even more and now sydney who i just showed you alleged that she recently slept with tristan thompson while he and the mother, Chloe, were working on their relationship, you know? And let me show you what she said. Take a look. Sydney, how was Tristan Thompson's day? Yeah, how was Tristan Thompson's day? Oh! Yo, at <laughs> Jason it? Lee. Let us know. I need to know. I need to know. At Hollywood Unlocked, whatever the fuck that how shit is, bro. Tristan yeah, how was Tristan Thompson's day? Gossip in the Lee? city. <laughs> I'm not tagging y'all. I'm tagging Gossip in the City. It's a good. It, it was a peekaboo dick, but baby, it was good. What's a peekaboo peek so dick? Hot, Please elaborate. Shout out Austin so, McBroom. Hold on, hold on. So Tristan Thompson's uncut. I don't know. Bro, what allegedly? are y'all doing? Is Come it on, allegedly? Allegedly, like I heard. Yo. Y'all are fucked up. I had to, Adam. I'm sorry. I'm tagging Gossip in the City and Jason Lee. Hayden, what are you doing? I'm ruining fucking lives. What are you doing? 
Yo, I'm tagging Jason. I now. did not I, know he wasn't. He told me he was not in a relationship anymore. And now I was minding my business. Now you see they saw tag Jason Lee. Why y'all tagging me? I get accused of being messy all the time. I be minding my business. And then here you come and send this uncircumcised chalupa over to my fucking cameras. And now I got to see the shit. So now we know that your dick has extra skin on it. Now, by the way, I do like when you go to KFC and the chicken does have that extra crispy skin. I do just bite on it. But I don't think we would want to bite on this extra skin. Um... Can you talk to the hooker now? Yeah, so Sydney now, she's apologized for revealing their alleged relationship. She posted something on TikTok. Do we have that video? Post that. So I'm sure you've seen our faces and the blackout girl's name everywhere due to an interview that we did with No Jumper. In this interview, I was asked a question by my friend Hayden in which I answered honestly. However, I did disclose personal information about Tristan, which I do apologize for because that's not okay and I shouldn't have done that. However, me answering the question about our past relations, that is true. We did have past relations. I then found out that he was in a relationship and I ended things. In the interview, things got misconstrued while we were drinking. We first met November, November 11th to be exact. And that's when everything started. And then the last time we had contact, besides when he messaged me after finding out about the interview, it was the day after his daughter's birthday party, which he just got back home from Boston. Now, I highlighted this comment because let me get you together real quick, Baltimore, Bama. You mad because she got her two white homegirls next to her when Khloe Kardashian been having Malika and Khadijah next to her for every fucking season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? So if the reverse Oreo can do it, bitch, so can she. She can have her motherfucking two white homegirls, Becky and Sue Lynn, sitting on the side of them. If Chloe can have Malika, Khadijah, and Wawika and Swamika standing in the background. See, the problem is y'all let the Kardashians cloud all. And I know y'all like, why is Jason coming for the Kardashians? I thought he was had his head all up their ass. I did, and I still do, because I do respect any bitch whose pussy can make everybody a billionaire. Okay, by the way, um, Kylie Jenner was just at Travis's birthday the other night because I was there in Miami at Live, and Lil Wayne was there. He's the GOAT, and 2 Chains was there, and Osiris was there. I don't even know if he's old enough to be in the club, so I'm not trying to get him in trouble, but he was definitely in there drinking too. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was a lot going on, uh, and I was drunk. So anyway, back to the Chloe thing, right? Okay. So she apologized. Now, Sydney is taking the Instagram again, and she posted and deleted something. Now, this is where it gets a little tricky because a lot of people are not feeling this. Some people do feel bad for Chloe. A lot of people don't because the whole Kardashian family has done this to many other women. Now, Sydney posted this, and this, this was a direct message between her and Chloe, an alleged. Okay. She says, um, uh, hey, Sydney, this is Chloe. I would appreciate if our conversation could remain confidential. Now, she didn't post the she didn't post the conversation, but she did post that. So people are not happy about that. Now, I will tell you, all shade and jokes aside, Chloe Kardashian is a really nice chick. I like her. I feel like we were we were building a relationship, and then I think it, and then it just changed where she changed her number and she stopped responding. But I think it's because. When she got back with Tristan, he was controlling her. I think that Chloe suffers from low self-esteem. I think she's suffered from it for years. I don't care what her body looks like. She can go to every doctor. She can get that fat sucked from sucked and tucked and fucked. 
at the end of the day, your mind has to change. My body has changed, but my mind has been changing. I think I'm stronger. I mean, I've always been strong. What the hell was that sound? Okay. I'm hearing a double thing. Turn off every other mic but mine. I'm the I'm Beyonce right now. Turn off Kelly. Turn off Michelle. Turn off Letitia, Latavia, Lat Solange. Turn off all of them. Jules. Turn off Blue. All right. Well, either way, um, I think that Chloe's a nice person, but you know, people aren't really feeling for her all the way because she took this no nothing nigga back. Okay. Well, there's a whole other woman that we forgot about. Her name is Kim Kakery, and she said that she too has messed with Tristan and has a baby with him. Did y'all forget about that girl? Well, here's this is Kim. Now, Kim, I don't know if she was, my opinion is she's an opportunist because Kim, you had reached out to me. You wanted to do an interview, then you wanted me to pay you and all that. I don't know what you're doing. So I ain't really, I don't know what you're doing. But but Kim, she posted on her Instagram story, she posted a message to Chloe speaking out, saying that Sydney is not the one that she should be messaging. This is what she said. She said, uh, Chloe, I think you're messaging the wrong person. Um, Come here, sis. We got lots to talk about. Remember you said True needs more siblings. Well, she got two and maybe one on the way. I got Steve, who, you know, that she, she, I just think that Kim wants clout. I think that Kim wants clout. I don't know that the new girl wants clout. I think the new girl, something happened where Tristan may have fucked her and she felt like he used her. And, you know, when y'all be lying for the pussy and the dick, because some of y'all basketball players is lying for the dick, too. I don't want to say his name, but it's almost falling out of my mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah, here it comes. Now I ain't going to do it. Because there's one of you basketball players that try to play me when the trans girl puts you out, put your business out, and you try to play me and my platform because you wanted me to support you and stand up for you and, and lie for you. Uh, but she was chasing Zoe around wilding out. Anyway, let me just stop. I ain't going. I'm going to just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Now, Tristan is talking out through his attorney, Marty Singer who sent off a cease and desist letter. And in the letter, uh, he calls her allegations, quote, malicious defamatory fabrications, adding, quote, Mr. Thompson had no real relationship with you whatsoever, and he never sent you any such text. And he goes on to accuse Chase of making up quotes from Tristan and having no proof to back up her claims and blast her by saying, it is obvious that you are a liar. Now, the letter concludes by saying that Chase doesn't stop defaming Thompson in the media and online. You do so at your own peril since you may find yourself uh, in court attempting to defend your indefensible misconduct. Now, I will say, if your husband has to go out and do cease and desist letters to say that his dick never made its way to another bitch's house, I mean, that's just a mess in itself. And it's an embarrassment to the whole Kardashian family. Now, I know they have the new show on Hulu coming, so this actually gives them a good lead-in for their season. Uh, Chloe, uh, Chris is getting, I mean, Kim is getting a divorce. Courtney's fucking Travis Barker. Chloe is getting cheated on by her man whose dick is public enemy number one. Kylie is somewhere probably getting trains run on her because she's so private with her shit. We don't know what the fuck she's doing. And Kylie is chasing Travis around live in Miami. And Caitlyn is uh, anti-trans. And Chris got the black man. Is that all the girls? And Rob is just minding his business. He's like, I, I, I don't care about these people. And, and Kanye said, I let her divorce me. Like, it, the whole family is, their new show on Hulu is going to be lit. It's going to be a lit season. But it didn't take uh, long for Sydney to respond to what they said. She posted this on her Instagram. She said, I have, no, I have not received a cease and desist from anyone. The articles are giving false information. Let this be a lesson to not let anyone, no matter the money or frame they have, to shut you down or tarnish your name. Now, 
uh, I have reached out to Sydney and I want to talk to Sydney because I actually believe Sydney and I believe that women should not be silenced or put in fear of being silenced by a man who can't control his penis. Damn, I just told myself I look good. Yeah, stop, stop shaming me, bitch. I'm cute. So on my show, Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee Uncensored, I sent the message to Chloe. Here's what I said. You are you are a nice, sweet girl. You changed your phone number on me. And I know you did that because Tristan told you to because he didn't want me texting you. But guess what, Tristan? I don't need to text her. I have a show. And I'm going to talk to her, Chloe, right now. Chloe, listen, pull up. Get your boom chicka pop and pull your fucking seat up. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you look dumb. You're getting played. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't care. That man, right around your daughter's birthday, allegedly went and stuck his dick in another fucking woman. And y'all think I'm the bad guy because I'm the conductor of the choo-choo train? No, it's that <laughs> who keeps having the choo-choo trains. That's the motherfucking problem. I'm just the conductor. Now, I had another message. Do we have the other one? The video that I was on my Instagram where I said about his trip. Well, pull that clip up, too, because pull that fucking clip. Get that clip in this bitch, because I want to play that, too. And some women are saying, hey, Jason, you're wrong. You're wrong, because at the end of the day, like, you know, it's not her fault. No, you're, it's your man's fault if he puts dick in other bitches. It's your fault if you keep taking it back. But we'll come back to that. Bye. Now, um, I started getting all these messages. I said bye. Now, I keep getting all these messages about a woman that got killed, and this rapper, his name is Jack Harlow. He's being accused, well, his DJ is being accused in a club shooting where his DJ, the white rapper's DJ killed somebody at a club, and I think she's a black woman. Her name is Kat, her name is Kashmir. She's black. She got killed at a club. Uh, it's called Club Vibes on Friday in Louisville, Kentucky for an after party for the two, 2021 uh, Kentucky Derby kickoff. Now, the incident allegedly unfolded after the woman confronted the DJ about killing her friend in another shooting. So the DJ allegedly had killed somebody else. She was confronting him about killing that person, so he killed her. Allegedly. Push the button. Allegedly. Shit. Kevin want to run the damn sound effects. He's still hearing me saying allegedly, and he, he, he ain't posting. Okay. Well, the argument became heated and she reportedly hit him with a bottle and he, sh they say he shot her. Damn. Allegedly. And she died at the, and she died at the club. Okay. Now a video has surfaced of the moment that Jack saw the shooting occur. And they said he was seen fleeing the scene. This is the video. Take a look. So the girl lost her life there at the club. Now, there's been statements on Facebook. The entire club witnessed the shooting, but nobody's talking about it. Now, they're saying that it was this guy named DJ Ronnie Luciano. This is him. Do we have a picture of him? Okay. So they're saying it's this guy. And some people have taken uh, to Facebook to expose him. This is some of the photos. Uh, this is some of the statements on Facebook posted. The whole community should be at Jack Carlos DJ's door right now. 
We don't need to speculate who did it. We don't need to listen to the streets talking for the ID of the culprit. We know him. This man shot cash in front of the whole club uh, and the city and the world. And we just going on partying and shit. If we don't love black women, just say that. This is circulate. We posted on Hollywood a lot because this was actually sent to me directly. And I felt compelled to share it. I felt like it was important that uh, that the conversation gets started and then the people that are uh, involved and that can hold this person accountable uh, can, you know, can, can, you know, be helpful. So, uh, mask, uh, people in there could have caught COVID. Then again, I was just at the club with no mask on, so I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Um, but my, but my COVID test came back negative. Both of them, we ain't took a new one. Huh? Oh, well, me and me and Rob both look healthy. But anyway, um, I do think the police need to look into this. And I think if this guy killed her and killed somebody else, he should he should go to prison. Um, and why are we having guns? Is anybody checking for guns? And why isn't everybody on social media mad about this, but you were all mad about Megan Thee Stallion getting shot in her foot? Everybody keeps talking about Megan Thee Stallion. Protect black women only happen. Is it protect famous black women? I don't know. I thought protecting black women mean protect all black women. But I guess just protect famous black women. Okay. Either way, uh, we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Jason Lee. You may know me as the founder of Hollywood Unlocked or heard my nationally syndicated radio show or see me on Love & Hip Hop and Wildin' Out. But now I have the hottest new show on the internet, Gagging with Jason Lee. This show is seen by many across multiple streaming platforms and I wanna give you the chance to advertise with us. That's right, you. If you have a hair company, we like to weave it in our show. If you have a clothing line, let us be the thread that connects you to your consumer. Or if you have a skin product, the engagement will come pouring in. Get it? Pouring in. Anyways, not only will your ad play live, but it will live on our Facebook and YouTube and website forever. If you want your business or brand seen in front of all our socialites, contact us at advertise at hollywoodunlock.com to learn more. Now gag on that. Listen, shout out to all of our sponsors. You know, like I told you, when I first started this show, I was going to be very particular about the brands that we partner with because I don't want to be telling you guys to go and support stuff if I don't believe in it. Oh, by the way, also, I need to reshoot that commercial because um, I'm not that fat anymore. All right, look, this is what I want to tell you about our merch. This is the gagging sweater. You can go get yours right now at hollywoodunlock.com slash shop. We have all types of merch, shirts, hoodies, socks, hats. You know, it's so crazy. We're developing all new merch. So this is going to look so dated when you see the new stuff. But it's these are like the premier uh, pieces that you should have. Everybody should have one of these in their in their uh, house. But also, if you want to be a super fan, you should join us over at YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Hollywood Unlocked and click join so you can get all these emojis. Um, and we're trying to figure out if we wanted to do like an after show there for the people who like do premium subscriptions. So please subscribe. And also super chats are welcome. And if you don't know, I do have a cash app and my cash app. Cha-ching. Do we have a cha-ching sound? Please stop sending me requests to uh, pay for your daughter's quinceaneras. Every show after this, y'all be sending me, and y'all don't be requesting like $5.99. Y'all be asking for $500. Bitch, you ain't got one friend in your phone that you can call for $500, but you sending the request to Hollywood on like, oh, trifling ass, dirty, no edge, have a hoe. All right, but look, make sure you're buying the merch because that really does support Hollywood Unlocked. Um, so push this cha-ching again. You can also send super chats. I love $25 and $50, but also take a $1,000 um, super chat if you got it. All right, look, now we're also over at Instagram. Make sure you're following us, at Gag Nation. We are there. This is the Instagram account. 
at Gag Nation. I will be getting this verified so that way you know there's only one Gag Nation because Kai is still out with her rotten teeth promoting this brand that she doesn't own. I'll deal with that. And I'm also uh, over at Bigo. And Tamar Braxton's coming up soon. This is my Bigo ID. She's on Bigo. We're going to talk to you about that and what we're doing over there at the only Jason Lee. I'm on Bigo literally all the time. So I haven't been on there because I've been out of the country, but I am on Bigo. All right. Uh, is Tamar in the building yet? She's not here yet. Okay. We're waiting on Tamar. Let me tell her. One second, y'all. And let me text Tamar because she was in the virtual waiting room, but you know, we don't know how to turn off our speakers over there. Let me call her and tell her. I don't know. Tell me if y'all see her logging in. Share the live, y'all. Share this to everybody on your Facebook. Share it, share it, share it. Put it on your Twitter. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your rentman.com website. We are ready for you. Okay. Anyway. All right. So Tamar's logging in. Listen. Thank you. Thank you, Go Getter. Go Getter be showing me love on Bigo, y'all. And I, what I love about Bigo is I can connect directly to everybody. Like you can literally go to Bigo right now, don't download the app, and you can find me on Bigo. Tamar's in the building. I hear her wrestling. Yes? Oh, she's logging in right now. Rob, we can see you. Rob, we can see you. Okay. Tamar Brax. Welcome, welcome Tamar Braxton to the to the show. Well, hello. Hi. Hold on. They're getting they, hold on. They're running this from Studio A. So Studio A is telling me, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm in studio. Yeah, I'm in studio. Rob, they can see you. Just walk behind me. Just just go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you kneeling down. They saw your whole back. Everybody knows that you're here. Just, We're getting her in right now. Thank you for the super chats. There's Tamar Braxton. Okay, bye, staff. How are you, Tamar? Tamar, I promise you I'm going to get you a booster for your Wi-Fi. I promise Hi, you. Hi, my internet. Hey, your internet. Your internet, your your internet is giving me what a sonogram looks like by the girls from Super Tristan Thompson. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, my what's going on with the internet? Hold no problem. You know how people be showing you pictures. Of, you know how people be showing you. You know how picture. You know how people be showing you. Johnny, get the second box. You know how people be showing you pictures of the sonogram talking about my baby cute, but the baby looked like what Tamar's box just looked like. It looked like what your, it looked like what you would look like out of a rainy windshield. You know how when the water run all down the windshield and we can't really see you. Yeah, like girl, we don't know what your kid. Bring Tamar in. Can we bring her in now? Thank you, Bell Twins. Oh, don't do that. Um, Natalie Nunn's Wi-Fi is the worst. Don't no Tamar's ain't that bad. Johnny, pull her in the studio. I can't see her. Kelvin, you're not in church. Put your finger down. You know how when you in the black church and you walking around. There we go. Okay. We it's if it's the Wi-Fi. Tamar, can you see us? If you're okay, blink. 
Tamar, you got to skip this. Okay, we see you now. We see we see some movement. I can't. I don't know what's happening. Okay, okay. You're, it's starting to move a little bit. It's starting a little bit. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Well, I'm just going to talk oh, and keep on praying that. Um, yeah, it's literally frozen. I wonder, I wonder if we can do StreamYard. Can we do StreamYard directly? Okay, text me the link to text her for StreamYard. Let's do that, and we'll we'll change it so that way we see. Okay, so I'm gonna talk real quick. Let me show you guys really quick this new show that me and Tamar have here. Text her that we're going to send her a new link and it'll just be us on streamer. Okay, so look, um, we have this new show over on Beagle called Beagle Unlocked. It's every Monday. It's me, uh, Tamar, Mother, and Supa. Mother and Supa are two big creators on the app. It's called Beagle Unlocked. It's a live conversation about the trending topics. It gets really fucking messy. I'm gonna show you a clip really quick because we're gonna talk about it when we come back. Let's do a clip. Do we have the clip from last week's show? Oh, oh, I try to keep it. I try to keep it cute and actual about have you been as doing you good? Should, you yeah, should. you know. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy to see that you're not doing crack no more, bitch. I've never did crack, bitch. That's the fuck you did. You snorted up your motherfucking nose. You was the motherfucking crackhead, crack crack bitch. You was doing crack cocaine. Wait, 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 bitch. Now I'm the good guy over there. I'm that was a crack connection that I didn't I wasn't aware of. The guy that he was confronting was is a porn star that I know named Cash Janeiro who had fell on hard times. I didn't know he had some type of addiction that he was working through. We were trying to get to him and mentor, but the fallout happened. He accused me of using crack. It'd be so many people over there watching that show. The show is a hit already. It's our second week on Bigo and uh doing this show, and there's thousands and thousands of people that pull up. It's interactive with the fans that come up. So you guys definitely have to check it out. Um, I sent a new link to Tamar because we're going to do a different thing called just StreamYard where she comes in and it's not like the whole beautiful set. So make sure you're sharing the live because she'll be there. But she'll be here. But, you know, Tamar is a part of that show. And I've always wanted to work with Tamar in some capacity. I still want to work with Tamar because we all know that she's a great talk show host and she's a big personality. But, she, you know, people over there are trying to protect her because they think that it's too messy for her. But Tamar can hold her own. Is she ready to go? She's here. Okay. Well, shit. Bring her on the show. Where's she at? Let's go. There she is. is. Better? Hi. Oh my god. Yes. This is so much better. Hold on. Let me do this. Thanks. Let me see if this Can is you guys see me? Can see you turn Tamar. the light on in here, Elijah? You look great. You you are so Thanks. well lit. The, oh, okay. Yeah. Elijah. All right. Okay, so I look, one. I was just telling everybody about our show. Let's put the fly, flyer back up. Bigo unlocked, which me and Tamar are doing over on Bigo. Um, Tamar, do you regret doing this yet? No, it's one of the funnest things I've ever signed up to do. I absolutely love it. I look forward to it. It's hilarious. Uh, I get my life every Monday night. You know, I get to be opinionated. I get to be myself. I get to listen to mess and not be a part of it. It's the greatest. It's like the greatest invention ever. Like Jason Lee is at it again. He did it. <laughs> wait, so wait, 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 watch this. Okay, so look. I'm going to re-show you guys this clip that I showed you while she was getting in the room. Watch Tamar the entire time. Okay, just watch her face. Go ahead. Play it. 
I try to keep it cute and ask you about you, have you been as doing you good? Should, you yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm just happy to see that you're not doing crack no more, bitch. I never did crack, baby. Yes, the fuck you did. You swore up your motherfucking nose. You was the motherfucking crackhead, bitch. You was doing crack cocaine. Wait, 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 bitch. Wait, 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 wait. Tamar has now inspired the rest of the hosts to get their own pillow made with their own faces because Tamar hides behind her pillows when she just can't take it anymore. But I love the fact that I somehow have now become the good cop. You are literally the voice of reason. And mother is just out of control. Yeah, you know, I feel like we all really do fill our roles pretty well, you know, like you're the great, the greatest like moderator ever. You know, mother is always down to read. Super is kind of like he's a reader, but he's also logical. And I am just the petty listener who's just there <laughs> to be there and give her two cents and hop out when it gets too hot, but still be a part of it. <laughs> no, for sure. And but this is my thing. Why do people forget who you are? And I think people have forgotten on Beagle who you are because there's this whole protect Tamar from this show campaign. Well, here's the thing. Are we, have... are we stuck? Yeah, we stuck. Now we hear you. You're moving. We oh, hear okay. you. You're good. Okay. Well, listen, so, you know, since I've been under construction, everybody know, like, you know, I'm not, you know, as petty as I used to be. Um, but I think they have forgotten that I still enjoy it. Everybody enjoys, you know, listening to tea just because you don't want to be a part of the mess. You know, sometimes I enjoy listening to it. And so people are like, oh, my God, she's changed so much. You know, she doesn't want to be a part of the mess. It's so much mess. But I know how to kind of, you know, involve myself without being in involved in it. But I also feel like your role is more of like the guardrails, the voice of reason. You're not like like on the private chats. You really don't have time for the mess and you're not trying to be a part of uh, manifesting more mess. It's just that you just happen to be on a panel with with a lot of mess. Listen, I'm all here for entertainment and I am thoroughly entertained. I am like. My whole cup is full Monday evening after we finish this show on Bico. It's amazing. It's like one of the best things ever. I'm, I promise you, I look forward to it every Monday. Like, I call you like, we still on? We still doing it? I'm so excited. For no it. facts. It's so good. It's so good. And I'm laying over in Columbia, peeking at my phone, praying that I don't get a text from Tamar saying, you know, I really appreciated you thinking of me, but I'm I'm out. I can't deal with y'all no more. <laughs> and it hasn't come yet. So I'm, I'm glad that we're still rolling. Last night, we had a good show. We had um, a, a trans girl, 19-year-old trans girl, who's the daughter of Angela Stanton, pull up on the show. Her name is JB's. And she came to talk about her experience with her mother on Dr. Phil. This is, uh, this is the, the conversation. At least mm -hmm. um, my whole purpose in going on Dr. Phil, it wasn't not necessarily just a bigger audience. It was a different audience. So when I go live every day, I'm going live to my people, people like mm -hmm. me, like gay, trans, black, a subculture. I'm going live mm -hmm. to my people. Me going on that show, a show like Dr. Phil, their demographic is families, white. like white, white. families yeah, white. of people tuned. Well, that, that was such a long conversation. That part that you saw was literally Tamar and I asking why JB wanted to go on there. Was it to further the um, 
the advancement of her community and their message and really reaching a demographic that may not necessarily be exposed. I thought it was a really good conversation. I re- and I know she really appreciated uh, your comments, my comments. Um, and what did you think about the conversation and how important it was that we were having it? You know, I loved it. And that's what I love so much about, you know, our show on Vigo, because it's not just about mess. You also get to, you know, relate to somebody and feel like, you know, you are part of what's actually going on. And like, you know, so many people feel, you know, so much out of place and don't know where to go and don't know who to talk to. And, you know, who would have known that on a Monday night in the middle of a bunch of fun and laughter where you really find yourself and also find someone who is going through the same thing you're going through and 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 also gain a sense of compassion and i know that i learned something oh i I was reminded about something last night you know recently you know i started to communicate with somebody who didn't serve me i knew it was toxic but i felt like i was addicted to being in their lives and last night i was just reminded that i deserve to be happy i deserve to have boundaries and it is okay to stick and um abide by my own boundaries so i could be my best self because sometimes when you you know continuously get involved in toxic relationships whether it be your mother your father your sister your brother your ex-boyfriend your girlfriend whoever it is it no longer serves you and you start operating in the space of toxicity and what you can what what comes out of that is nothing but toxic (laughs) you know you can't make chicken salad from chicken shit so we need to stop that and i was reminded last night that i need to cut that bullshit off and just and and down and deserve better and be like no i'm not doing that anymore and i just thank god for that moment on vigo last night because i was reminded i too need to cut certain people off and it is okay and my boundaries are just that mine period no, no, I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, I don't know if validation is the right word, but I do feel like when you said that, because, you know, you you interview people for a living. I interview people for a living. When you're talking to somebody and you feel a connection, like you feel like there's a moment when you feel like you're connecting in an interview. I felt the connection happening. I felt mother bringing JB's in to have a conversation with us. I heard you and I validating what you just said about not feeling like you have to be trapped in a relationship that no longer serves you in a healthy way. Um, super reinforcing how beautiful she was in our own way and in our own type of style of communication. You know, it was this, it was a really good moment. I was glad that it happened. And for anybody and everybody watching, I mean, we had almost 6,000 people in there live watching, which is a lot, you know, with more than we have even right here today, watching this live conversation happen in real time. And then, at, you know, this morning we woke up and this is the thing, Tamar, you're the biggest name up there. So, of course, you're the one that's going to get oh, all the yeah. hit. You can get it. <laughs> Tamar, Tamar is not messy on the platform. Tamar ain't starting no problems, but she keeps getting attacked. Now, I'm going to tell you what y'all going to do. Y'all going to mess around. And you saw um, what was the Medea movie where the woman ripped all the clothes out and all that? Uh, the, uh, the Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Y'all going to mess around and flip the tables. Y'all going to get the sh- tables shaking. This girl, JB's, who you just saw, her mother is Angela Stanton who I didn't know followed Hollywood Unlocked until today, apparently she said that. She's a Republican. She's just a whole situation. You have to go research who she is. I've never met her. Um, we don't have the same views on anything, really. She has been, she's going to be on Dr. Phil with her daughter. 
she did this video today where primarily she was using it as an opportunity to go after Tamar. She mentioned my name, but she really was disrespectful to her daughter. She kept referring to her daughter, who's transitioning uh, from a boy to a girl, as her son. And repeatedly, like, was disrespectful. Let me uh, show you a little bit of what she said. Excited to see it. That's a little bit of a long, senseless rant. Um, and inaccurate. I mean, I, yeah. What'd you say? And inaccurate. <laughs> the part of that. Okay. So what did you think about the video? Did you see the whole video? No, I listen, I am not going to fill my space with that kind of negativity. There's absolutely nothing that I'm going to get from watching that, you know? Like, I, I just laughed at it, you know? There is just no way I am going to feel my positive onward, outward, <laughs> you know, vibe on somebody who is like vibrating off of that kind of low frequency. I don't even have time for that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of learning. There's a lot of healing that needs to, you know, happen. And it's not for me to say that somebody's mother, I'm not going to be disrespectful towards her, but you know, I'm praying for her and you know, the things that she doesn't know about and also the things that she doesn't understand. And so, you know, that's all I have to say about that. How do you think last night's conversation that I thought was so empowering to a community that's that's not really validated at a time where the conversation is the biggest conversation. I mean, Zaya Wade is talking to Michelle Obama about it. And the conversation we had last night literally was, you are wrapping your arms around this girl, me trying to wrap my arms around her, and everybody in the comments looking for it. How do you think of such a positive, powerful moment to, could be twisted in a way like this? Okay, so here was the, the issue, Jason. And this is why I, I can't really answer the question because you can't rationale with irrational people. And that's that on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sit here like, oh, I think that she did it or I just think, no, 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 no. This is another person's journey and what they're going through and their experience. And guess what? I still stand by what I said. I think that she's courageous. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the only thing that has ever worked for me in my life is being myself. And it took a while for me to be comfortable with myself. And I'm a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, and I'm heterosexual. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for, for me, I can't imagine how difficult it would be for somebody in that situation to want to be themselves and say, look, yo, this is me, accept me for who I am or not. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, how dare she, me, or anyone else stop somebody from living their best life, period. 
And that's all I have to say about that. I still stand by what I say. She's courageous. Kudos to her. And I hope there's more people who are going to support her than down her. I hope there's more people who come out and be healed by her story. I hope there's more people who come out and live their best life and live by, the, by their true selves other than live a lie, fall into depression, add more mental health, you know, to, to their situation, commit suicide or anything. Anything negative like that, I hope there are more people who are healed and that are helped by her story than people that are angry and upset and can't deal with somebody's truth. First of all, it's not your business. Well, that part. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, and for JB's, for JB's, you know, after seeing the video of her mother today, I'm definitely interviewing her on my podcast tomorrow because I do think the conversation needs to keep happening. I love the fact that, you know, you, somebody like you, uh, publicly supporting her last night and even tonight, I think means a lot, not just to JBs, but to the other trans girls who are out there struggling with the same thing. Like the conversation is much bigger than a Beagle chat. It's it's a bigger, bigger situation. And I appreciate that. You know, when you talk about your own confidence, which I was really uh, found interesting to find out recently when I was on your show, you showed off your natural body on Instagram and said that you're working on uh, that you're nurturally working uh, working on, quote, little bubble after wanting a flat butt for years. Yeah. This was the video that you posted. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I think you look amazing, have always thought you look amazing. When I was on your show, you were talking about, you know, struggling with your own um, body issues or body. Uh, body dysmorphia know, body for years. Whatever. Yeah, you know, which I, which I, you know, on the outside, people wouldn't wouldn't uh, know that. I posted this uh, on my Instagram recently, uh, the other day when I was in Colombia, yeah, and I that. said that you know, there's been a big conversation about uh, my weight, and I, I used to wear a lot of baggy clothes. I think I told you that you know I figured out how to hide stuff, but I'm happy with my weight, skinny, thick, whatever. Like I'm, I'm happy where I'm, I am right now. Um, why? How is it that we didn't know you were struggling with body dysmorphia? You just well, hit it? I did, you know, almost like, you know, the baggy clothes syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had on a, a cape full of bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was either jewelry, it was a purse, it was shoes, it was a weave or a wig that was, you know, 10 pounds. It was something that I was always having to put on to cover up my true self so that you wouldn't see it because I wasn't comfortable with it. But you know what, Jason? I done fucked around one day and fell in love with myself. <laughs> and saggy booty, droopy booty, real, real titties or whatever you want to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is me. I have to accept me before others start to accept me and, and understand me and truly appreciate me. And so I, I knew that I couldn't get all of those things and all of those things, all of those things like always ever wanted until I started to love myself. And that's that. But what was that journey for you? Because my journey was a trip to Houston and the surgery and then, of course, changing my diet. Uh, what was that journey um, for you? Because, you know, I think people think when you lose the weight or whatever, that automatically you love yourself. You have to actively and consciously like fall back in love with yourself or fall in love with yourself. Not 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 from a you know ego standpoint, but just, you know, you just have to learn how to look in the mirror and, and appreciate yourself. What was your what was your process? You know, I'm just going to keep it a thousand. It, you know, it really did happen around last summer, you know, when everything happens, you know, when I went through, I feel like I'm going to call it my big transition, <laughs> you know, my big awakening, because that's exactly what it was. You know, like when I woke up, it was almost like I really woke up. 
And I realized, you know, um, after everyone decided to leave, you know, that I had no one and I, I didn't even really have myself because I didn't know myself. I didn't like myself. Um, and there were some things I definitely needed to change about myself in order, you know, for people to love me, you know, they couldn't love me because they were loving all of these exterior things that were um, not true. You know, everything was fake. And I started to love that fakeness, you know, and I had to be stripped. God stripped me down in order for me to appreciate me, in order for me to love me for who I was and what I was. And that is with a droopy booty, no money in the bank, no job, no man, just me and my baby. And I'm not even going to lie to you, not until I started to love myself, um, that everything in my life changed. My relationship changed with my child. My relationship changed with my friends. I got a new set of friends who appreciated me. Um, and I didn't have the desire, you know, to, ha to have and accumulate the fake ass thing that I did before. Now it's really about real true people in my life. Whether it's two or three people, they are real people. And guess what? I know those real people are always going to be there, whether I'm up or whether I'm down. But the only person that I can depend on to be there is I'm going to be there for me. And that's really what changed. Mm -hmm. People saw my energy towards me. And then that's when their energy towards me changed. And, you know, honestly, I used to have tons of people in my life, too. And then when you do get the two or three or that group of really small group, they fill you up so much you don't need nobody else. You know, and you and you look at new people like, you know, the 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 bus is already full. And and what I loved about your process too is you were very public with posting vulnerable and even still today, to today, <laughs> posting vulnerable shit on your Insta story, you know, of like, you know, realizing that you were the problem. Like who says that out loud for people to read? You know what I mean? And so what what made you decide? Was it the podcast under construction that made you decide to be so public with it? Or was it um, or was it just that's just the vibe that you were feeling at the time? That's me. Can you know, cause you. what about now? Can you hear me now? I'm sorry, my sister keeps calling my phone. Yeah, you know, you. the truth of the matter is the problem was me. I was a common denominator with everything. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had to look at myself and have hard conversations with myself along with my therapist you understand what i'm saying and like for me it's like it doesn't matter what someone has done to me the fact of the matter is how i chose to go about the situation which made me the problem because if i'm always popping off when somebody goes at me if i'm always having a response when i feel like somebody says something to me i don't have to always respond i don't have to always give you my energy i ain't got to give you that i can keep it moving i can keep it light i can keep it bright i can walk on my high vibration and go home and kiss my baby and hopefully one day Fuck on a man, praise God. <laughs> well, that's oh, so the one that you're with in DC, that's over. Oh, you <laughs> I'm actually celibate, to be honest. I'm not much fun these days, but you know, in that area. But I do have a great conversation, and I can cook a good, you know, uh, plate of chicken. So there you have it. Wait, so is celibacy for you now a choice? Is that like some type of spiritual cleansing, like trying to get all your chakras in or like what is it? Why celibacy? Because that's like that's that's a lot. 
Yeah, well, I just don't want nobody pumping and bumping on me. For what? <laughs> I just don't feel like that. I mean, like, what we get? Like, I, what? But I mean, you're still in like the 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 best part of your life. You got this new zen. You're you're happy. You're 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 just you're you're living in it. Why not get that? As Lorianne Gibson would say, that little zhuzh moment somewhere. You know. I, mean, you were I, I feel like I've had great connection. <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I ain't tried it yet. Let me get it all the way out. You, you've been on some tropical boats. You've been fishing. I don't know what you've been all over. Okay, exactly. This is Tamar's thing where she don't want to go there. But, you know, somebody's <laughs> been keeping it all on your face somewhere. Well, um, I say I wasn't taking company. I just said I ain't let nobody pumping and bumping on me. That's what I said. Okay, got it. Well, we'll still keep scouring your um, Instagram to be in your business. So your podcast, we talked about Under Construction. I recently had the privilege of being able to be on it. Um, yeah. She has a podcast called Under Construction, which most of you are listening to. If you haven't, you need to. Here's a snippet of our conversation because it got real because she flipped the tables on me. I must have forgotten about me and started working through it psychologically. I started saying like, damn, I have been through all this trauma and I was going out talking to people and they were like, I can't believe you've been through this. I can't believe you've been through that. And when I think about it, I looked at myself, I'm like, I'm carrying it all. Like I see it now. Now I can see it. And it was my, my podcast when Jennifer Lewis, uh, Jennifer Lewis had come on the show and she said, have you ever gone in the mirror and just looked at yourself and said, I love you until you cry. And I'm thinking like, Girl, ain't nobody got time to be looking at myself, talking to myself in the bathroom. And I, and I tried it one day and I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. And that, that's when I started figuring like, OK, I got to do some work. I got to do yeah. some work. Well, every, everybody would say, oh, man, I didn't even know you was that big back then. I'm like proper lighting, angles, clothes. You, you know figure what I'm it saying? You figure it out. Yeah. No, I loved our conversation because it wasn't about the tea or this person or that person. It was. You know, and there are very few conversations where people would ask me, how do you feel? How are you doing? How are how is life for you? When you decided to do this podcast, was it important to get to Because I love that there have been celebrities on your show, but it's really about like getting to the heart of issues with people, some famous, some not famous. But it's the issues. Is that was that like a conscious decision in designing the show? Yeah. You know, I feel like every other place. You can get tea or you can get whatever somebody's promoting or you can get, you know, a backstory. You can get a good, fun conversation. But how many times can you get a conversation where you can really take something from or you can like elevate and feel good about yourself, feel good about your flaws and accept them? You know what I mean? And not feel judged and not feel like somebody always have to have something negative to say about the space that you're in that's not so positive. And, you know, for me, I just wanted to create a safe place where people can hear and heal out loud, you know, because it gotta be, you know, at some point in your life where enough is just enough. It's not just about tea. It's not just about, you know, hearing about somebody's struggles and judging them for it and, you know, further making them feel bad and making them, you know, feel like they they don't have an escape and they don't, they don't have a way out. That's what furthers the conversations of mental illness. And this is what makes people do, you know, the reactive things that they do when it, when it comes to mental illness, where is the place that we go to heal? Where is the place that we go and learn something? Where is the place that we go and be like, dang it, I feel the same way. Oh my God, this is how that person got out of that. Well, maybe this is how I can get out of that situation too. So I just wanted to create a different platform where, you know, we could all feel like one and one in the same. And that's that. 
And when you go through stuff, God lets you come out on the other side so you can share your story so other people who are going through it can get their own compass and get through. And I love the fact that you've been so vulnerable and that's why it's so successful. Now, let me ask you, would you ever have, you know what I would love? You know what I would love to see on your podcast? What? Here we go. A conversation with you and Vince on um, co-parenting. Okay. This is a joke. <laughs> I okay, listen. <laughs> okay, so listen. I love how your I love how your face was under construction. Let me tell you something. You know how when like you be ready to read somebody, but you catch yourself because maybe a camera's on. Your face right now when you play it back was so perfect. Um, but no, I love the show. I love the episode with you and Taraji. Um, I I love my episode, of course. Um. You're such. You're so good at what you do. I know you've been nominated for five Emmys, um, and I know Michelle Obama loves you more than everybody else over at the Real. <laughs> I want to meet great. Michelle Obama. Uh, you're my hero, and I still want to figure out how we could work together, even outside of Beagle, because like, I don't know. I just think we should. We should do. We got to do something. We got to do something big. You know. Well, that's definitely right. not to come because big things are coming your way. I can feel it. I told you that from the day that I met you. And look how God has blessed you. He loves you so much. And so do I. How about that? No, I I appreciate that. Look, this next um, segment is um, it's the we gag with the fans. It's, it's gagging with Jason. It's here we go. Okay. So Lord. you guys can come in. Um, no, you'll, you'll love it. You can call in. It's 1402-GAG-GAME, 1402-424-4464, or jump on the video chat. But make sure if you're coming through on the video chat, enable your echo cancellation because ain't nobody trying to hear your kids in the background. And if you're calling, please pay attention <laughs> on the phone, not the stream, because you may miss your chance to talk to Tamar. I'm not going to keep her here that long, but I'm going to. Uh, I'm thankful that she's going to allow us to uh, talk to some of y'all. Okay, so we're using StreamYard, so I'm going to figure this out. Now, this is Andrea. Andrea, where are you at? Are you getting your blunt? Okay, there you are. Uh, how do I un- unmute your mic? Can you unmute your mic? I did. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, Andrea. Uh, let's get Oh, my God. It. I'm fanning out right now. I can't even lie. Oh, it's all good. How you doing, Andrea? I am so good. You are like my uh, Pisces sister. Like, Yay! for real. <laughs> so... <laughs> Basically, um, I, I loved everything about the show, Jason. Um, uh, I'm just going to kind of talk about what y'all just got through talking about, about, um, you know, kind of uh, about you loving yourself. So, you know, um, I've, I went through some things back in the day. You know, I lost two kids in 11 months. Oh, no. Literally. One was four months old by the father. And then 11 months later, it was twins and one passed away from SIDS. So when you talk about like people loving themselves, like it's a, it's a struggle every day to kind of get through that. And that's, that's been a while now, you know, but I still have four boys at the same time. So I love the fact that you came on here and I've, I've watched your journey, all the things that you've been through, even like the hard times that you recently went through. And even like, even with Jason, um, People doubt him or doubted him, still probably doubt him, which they do. But um, I love the I just love to see how far that you that you've come. I love to see the fact that you are still, you know, focusing on loving yourself. And little baby Logan, uh, he's super cute. He's 
little little mini vents. He's just a cutie pie. He's a cutie pie. But that's all I'm going to just leave it at that because I love what y'all talked about. And it was it was amazing. And Jason, like this is when you came back with um, with somebody to come in and come into the studio and have a conversation with. I'm glad that you started off with her with Tamar because this was amazing. So I love both of y'all. Um, I just. Yeah. Thank you. Andre, Thank don't you go so to work because I know you got a messy recap of the rest of the show. So just stay right yeah, there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Don't go to work. Okay. Uh, what's up, Jameer? Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, Jason. What's up, Tamar? How y'all doing? What's happening? Hey, yeah, how are you? Jameer's a part of our Gag Nation family on Beagle. He's, the, uh, he's going to be the Gag Nation underwear model once we launch our underwear products. Uh, yes. He's volunteering. That's the thing. <laughs> whatever go ahead jameer thanks um i got a question for you tamar so um throughout your music career you've been a grammy nominated <laughs> artist however you've won bet and soul train awards um why do you think artists seeks validation from grammy awards as opposed to appreciating the bet and soul train awards and do you think that you need to win the grammy in your music career um, well, I can't really speak for other artists, uh, but for me, um, my BET Awards and Soul Train Awards has meant just as much as my Grammy nominations, you know? Um, of course, I wanted, at that time, wanted to win the Grammy, but, you know, being acknowledged and having your name bought up in a room that thousands of other artists' names who are never talked about in that room and just having that opportunity um, for, your peers to vote for you is amazing. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I don't know. I really honestly appreciated my, my Grammy nominations. I do feel like one day I'm going to win, you know, several. I do feel like, you know, when it's my time, I'm going to. Uh, but at the end of the day, I thank God for just the conversations in the room. So many artists don't make it to the room. And you got to be grateful for the little things before God blesses you with the big things. So if you're around here Thanks. murmuring and complaining about, you know, I ain't get this, I don't have that, you will never see the things that you want to see because you don't appreciate your struggle. It, the blessing comes and the lesson comes in the struggle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes when you get things, you know, too fast and you get things, you know, right away, you don't appreciate it. You feel like you deserve those things, right? You don't feel like you need to work hard for those things, right? You, you start to treat people a certain kind of way because you have those things already. No, sometimes you have to go through the trenches to get to the top. And I appreciate that because I feel like I'm going to, you know, get the things that I've always wanted. You know, so that's how I feel well, about it. Well, you deserve it. You deserve it. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks everybody. Sorry, everybody's saying she can sing. She can sing. <laughs> um, okay. Now, this is Weedy Poo. Weedy's usually high on the show. I'm hoping she's yes, not hiding. No, not today. But <laughs> I want to stop. Stop. Don't do that. Um, I just wanted to say to Tamar and you, Jason, that you, I come on the show every week to see you, Jason, because you cheer me up for the whole week. And Tamar, I am so so glad that you felt better and you got this stuff together and everything. And Jason, you know, you know, you're my heart. 
in my heart. So I'm not going to stay on the day because I'm crying. So I just want to know, I just want to let you know that I love you both. Okay. Thank you. Well, Weedy Poo, I love you. You know, you know, I, I get happy seeing Weedy Poo, and the people love Weedy Poo too because not just because she be high, but because you know when somebody radiates uh, gratitude, you feel that energy. I'm an energy yeah. person, like, and when you're working on yourself and you're working on loving yourself, you really do become more open to good energy and good vibes. And Weedy Poo, you always bring that to the show. And that's why we all love you here. I know I be. Jo- I still got to get you the gagging bonnet. And and by the way, Weedy Poo, we designed a smoker's package just for the people who smoke. So I'm going to have to send you that too. But you know, we love you over here. Yes, thank you. I, I love you so much. And Tamar, you, you're my be- new best friend. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to talk to y'all later. I'll t- get off the um, thing. I love the people on the show. Speaking of one of our weed heads, um, this Amberlynn, if she ain't smoking a joint, she's smoking a black and wild. We love Amberlynn. Amberlynn, did you have a question? Hi. I just hey, wanted to man. say, um, I wanted to say, Tamar, you are very inspirational. And the only question I have for you is, would you be willing to do like a daytime talk show? Like, because I... I feel like you really have a message that you need to get out there. I would love for you to keep singing. Absolutely. We love your music. Okay. Don't stop that. But you're just way too inspirational. Like, I think that, you know, you're good on Beagle. I love you on Beagle. Stay on Beagle. But a daytime talk show, I would love to tune in. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. You know, talk, daytime talk show is like, you know, my heart. You know what I mean? I really, really love it. So you never know. I don't, you know, I would love to. I, I just don't know. <laughs> I think oh, that great. Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest are great, but I think waking up to me and Tamar would be better. And uh, I, 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 I hope somebody listening, Sally, is it Sally Ann? Who we got talk to? Get it together. Uh, yeah, Amberlynn, I'll be right back. All right, look, let's take a phone call really quick for Tamar, and I'm going to let her get out of here because I don't want to keep her too long. Do we have a phone call in the studio? Here's the staff at my house. Is there, we got, okay, hello? <laughs> Hello, is this Jason and Tamar? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, hi Tamar. Oh my God, okay, my name is Wanda. I have been a show of gagging forever. And usually when I call in, Jason, you don't hear me. Like, you're like, your phone's messed up or something's wrong. But tonight. <laughs> yeah, but now that Tamar's here, now that Tamar's here, you fix your raggedy ass phone. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, you it for Tamar. I fixed it, Jason. Hey, I fixed it since I came back from Miami. I just wanted to say that, okay? <laughs> okay. That done. But I just want to say, Tamar, I love you. I literally watch everything you do, and just like everyone has said tonight, you are so. You one question though. See her. So I went to go, see go you at uh, Candy Burris. It was in San Francisco. Candy Burris is um, Burris. I can't remember what it was called, but I bought tickets and I wanted to see you, and you were in yeah. town, but you didn't. See it. I was like, what happened? Well, I'm just going to be honest. Um, that was actually the same weekend that my niece passed. So she had passed like during the week and we had started the show. And um, that show had started super duper late. And uh, my kid was upset. I left home. I was supposed to be, I was supposed to take the last flight coming back to LA. And, you know, just having all of those emotions, I didn't want to disappoint him. And, mm-hmm. uh, so because the show started so late, I was super emotional. 
Um, I didn't feel like I could give an amazing performance. Matter of fact, I didn't have anything to give to anybody. I had nothing to give to myself. So I needed to take my behind home <laughs> and get my emotions together, you know? Oh, no, that's understood. Yeah. Totally yeah, understood. So that's what happened. Listen, oh, I'm even sorry to hear that. And now that you say that, I'm like, yeah. I thought yeah. you so tough. I do remember that. And I don't know how I forgot that. So I'm sorry I even asked now. But No, I, it's I, all I'm good. Like, <laughs> it's all good. Hearing your Today, like, oh, you say you say inspire me, so please keep doing it. And yes, get that talk show with Jason. <laughs> yes, I love Jason. Let's go. And listen, thank you uh, for fixing your phone too, and thank you for calling. Let's take one more phone call, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna let her go so we can get to the the messiness that all y'all are waiting for. Hello. <laughs> hey. Hi. Hi. Oh my God, <laughs> Tamar and Jason. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Jason, I um actually talked to you like month like I think last year on IG like on Instagram. I don't uh -huh. know if you remember me because you've seen a lot of people, but um Kmar, I just wanna let you know. I don't really have a question. I just wanna let you know like you're one of my favorite singers and I watched you since Braxton Family Values. And um, I've always been one of your biggest fans. And I love your music. I love your personality. I just just love you, period, as human beings. <laughs> That's thank all you. I wanted to say. Oh, thank you. I love you, too. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. That was nice. That was you know, Tamar, I... Uh, I appreciate you for doing this. We haven't had a, um, a guest on the show in a while because we've been working out these two studios because I'm in New York. My team's in L.A. We're trying to figure this out. And so, uh, after, you know, I wanted to make sure that we got somebody on here. But I definitely wanted you to be on here because the podcast, just what you're doing with Under Construction is dope. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to end up doing something. And I like talking to you. We did. We interviewed you on the podcast. And people were like, this is the best interview. We love Tamar. And I'm like... <laughs> I understand y'all want more Tamar. So thank you for coming on gagging because the show is a little reckless. Can't no, be. It's all good. Anytime, anytime. And I can handle the reckless. It's all good. <laughs> well, I'll see y'all on Monday. This is the flyer for Beagle Unlocked. Uh, we are we are on Beagle. So if you don't have it downloaded, you need to follow me and Tamar. We're both on there. And the show Monday nights at 6 uh, p.m. Yeah, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And also, make sure that you're checking out Under Construction. It's streaming everywhere. Thank you, Tamar. Thank you, baby. Love you guys. Bye. Stay I'm going to text, text you when I'm done with this. All right, cool. Listen, um, I love Tamar. I love talking to her. You know, I don't, I don't love talking to everybody. I'm thankful that in my show, I get to talk to who I want to talk to. And there are some days where, okay, I've got to get a show out. Those are usually not my best shows. My best shows are when I'm talking to people that I want to talk to. All right, let's talk to the Gag Nation because I know that there's a, uh, I, I know you guys want to do a recap. I'm going to start with Andrea. All right, go ahead, Andrea. Tell me, what, what, and I know he got some too because his messy ass been waiting for something. Andrea, I'm going to start with you. Go ahead. Okay, so we're going to go into the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. Uh, when you said something about like, uh, are they lesbians if they're trans, if they're, trans women and they deal with if you're a man if you're a man who becomes a woman and then you're dating a woman does that make you a lesbian i think it makes you lesbian trans right i don't know i've never heard that i don't know that's what i'm saying 
because it's, it's it's kind of a thin line. Like you don't know, you don't want to offend nobody. So at the same time, I just feel like, uh, I guess you could say lesbian trans, but I, I, I mean, if you like women and you already had a wife of 24 years or something like that, and then now you feel like in your heart that that's who you are. You're a woman. I mean, I, I, I just let people be who they going to be. I ain't got none. If I ain't sleeping with you, I don't care. Like, whatever you like, I love it. Um, I, I, think, I think Caitlin became, I think Bruce became Caitlin to leave Chris because you literally left your wife. You became a woman to leave your wife to go be with another woman. Why you didn't just say, I don't want to be with you on another woman? Uh, well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you know, and I, I felt like that's extreme, but he really didn't go to the extreme because he still got a dick, right? As far as we know, allegedly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if he got. We could say allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, let's say, let's say allegedly. Um, I do, but I do agree with her to a certain extent that, you know, it's like, you know, what boys are in, um, um they're in um, uh, 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 women's. Can you? It sounds like an echo. Can you hear? No, it? I hear that. It's fixed now. It's fixed now. Oh, okay. So, um, I feel like if you're gonna be in a woman's sport and you are born as a male, uh, genetically you are stronger, and like you say, you have extra muscles that women don't naturally have, but. Um, it's like a boy fighting a girl, and it's like how Chris was running away from OJ. You're not gonna win it, you know. You're not. You're just not gonna win that fight, you know. She had to run from OJ to make sure she wasn't Nicole. You know. Um, I don't know. Uh, Zaya Wade. You know, she does have different genes, but I appreciate how Gabrielle and Dwayne are standing behind her. Everybody's just not uh, athletic. Um, Sydney, the IG model. Uh, I do believe her. Uh, you said something about dick on highways, public dick on highways. I was just like, okay, oh yeah, he's crazy. But I do believe that somebody paid her off in that family. Cause when she went on and did the retraction or whatever, I try to like kind of clean it up. To me, it was just a different vibe and a diff different kind of atmosphere than what she went on there about. And and Chloe's not mentally strong. She's just not. And the Karsmashians, they're a whole less mess in the streets. I mean, well, Kardashians, but Smashians, whatever you want to call them, whatever. Anyway, that white rapper uh, that uh, Shia LaBeouf killed, uh, Shia LaBeouf had his DJ to kill. That's out of pocket, and we need to protect women at all costs because he looks like Shia LaBeouf. Uh, we were talking about Tamar's Wi-Fi at first. Tamar is not a Natalie Nunn and respect her. Please put some respect on her name. And the reason why Natalie Nunn um, Wi-Fi was acting like that is because Jocelyn, you know, and her girls, the cabaret girls beat up Natalie's Wi-Fi. So that's just what, what happens, you know, when you, you start shit with the wrong Puerto Rican princess, your Wi-Fi, even before you even have a beef with somebody, it's just going to be the fuck up but um as far as that goes that's really all i really have to say i really would like to hear what miss sharon has to say if she's on there but i love tamar i love you the show was great always has been oh and then also your girl tamar might be able to uh uh understand this a little bit with uh uh 
Shanana or Shanakina, whatever her name is. Um, I'm yeah, that that girl. Uh, she did something that was on like the next day after uh, we had did Gag Nation last week, and she was on there twerking for some burnt up dude, like burnt up face. She was on there. I I took screenshots. I was gonna send them, but I was like, okay, let me just hold on to this real quick. She uh, she was up there twerking, talking about she don't do this, she don't do all that. I don't have to dance and shake my ass for no nigga and all these other motherfuckers. She was talking about she had mentioned you last week Wednesday in a uh, um Instagram live. Yeah, she did, and she was just saying she referenced you by saying, um. I'm getting tired of all these gay boys and these gay girls thinking they can say what they want to say about me on their platform. So when I go on and say what I want to say, and then right after that, she started shaking her ass uh, for the dude whose face was burnt up. And he was like literally on there throwing money, doing like this while she was shaking her ass. And he's like, she's like, yeah, pick up my money, pick up my money. I need my money. And I'm like, bitch, you really shaking your ass for free. So stop it and stop coming. Let me say this, Andrea. And and I'm saying this to you, but I'm also saying to Shekana, Shekana, you don't want this smoke over here. I'm she not don't. the people you around with on Instagram. You do not want this smoke. When I tell you, baby, you almost committed suicide on social media the other day from some random people. You don't yeah. want smoke from Hollywood Unlocked. So I'm gonna go ahead and ask she don't want you, smoke from Hollywood Unlocked or Gag Nation because we gonna on, check on, her every. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you something, Shekana. And you're going to cry when you see this. You, your little teeth, and your 25-year-old braces need to go have a seat somewhere. Stop playing with me, girl. I'm not the one. I, you and that fat neck. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Jameer, did you want to recap before we get to Queen Sharon? Facts, I do. Um, <clears throat> as I want to talk about Tristan and Chloe. So, Jason, you want to know what the problem is? Why Tristan keeps cheating on right. Chloe? Chloe, uh, Tristan really wants to be with a black woman. I'm starting to believe that he wants to be with a real black woman. It's right there in the pudding. He cheated with Jordan Woods so? and with the big name sitting. Black woman. Nope. No. He, he, he left, what? He left a black woman. He left a black woman for Chloe. Listen, that's what it's starting to feel like. And that, if you call that black, that's all right. But I'm starting to think that he wanted to be with a real black woman because for years she's been trying to morph into a black woman. I feel like. She got, like you said, the twin black best friends. She got the baby to go with the best friends. And even if OJ is the father, she still <laughs> would never be black. So I really feel like that's what he wants is to be with a black woman. And I feel like Chloe is trying to be that. That's why she have three different faces. But I digress. And speaking of fathers, I want to talk about Caitlyn Jenner because Jason, I actually do agree with them. I mean, her shit. Sorry. I do agree with her. When it pertains to competitive sports, it's not fair for trans girls to compete against girls. That's why there is the NBA, and then that's why there's the WNBA. You don't see Lisa Leslie going against LeBron James. So the same rules need to apply when it's um the gay community. That's what I think, honestly. Um, that's pretty much all I got for the uh for my recap, that Queen Sharon guy. Um, I think you said enough. Um definitely going to get complaints about that. Hey, Sharon. Hey, Jason. Um, thank you for that, hubby. Uh, before I get into my notes, I heard Andrea say that there was a burnt nigga throwing ones on Shekinah. Bitch, when did Roland Ray? 
No, get introduced to Shekana. You mean to tell me Roland Ray throwing ones? That nigga done moved on up. Congratulations, Roland Ray. Congratulations. You done, <laughs> you done sat there and moved up to a D-list bitch, boo. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay. That just blew my mind. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is about to get put out of the trans community just like T.I. and Tiny done booted Shekana. Okay. <laughs> she about to be out in the wind. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I think Caitlyn is confused because she was a man and now she's a woman that's with a woman. But the thing is, I'm, all this money, ain't nobody told that bitch to fix her voice yet. Why that bitch still sound like a man? Motherfucker got titties and everything and ain't nobody taking no pills to, soft, to, to soften that voice. Okay? And, and, and look, as far as, okay, where we go against, you know, letting... Thank you. Here we go. We have our disclaimer here, you guys. Um, when you talk about letting uh, transgender, you know, boys, you know, play with the girls or whatever, not literally playing with the girls because we know that they're not playing with the girls, but um, unless they're Caitlyn, then they're playing with the girls. But uh, so when you talk about oh, them. Hold on, 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 hold on. <laughs> Put the disclaimer up and leave it up the entire time. What? <laughs> But I do. So when you talk about that, you know what I'm saying? I think that that is really unfair. I don't think that's right. Nobody wants, I don't want my daughters going into sports and then all of a sudden you got some nigga, little nigga that want to knock their damn head off their shoulders. I mean, didn't nobody sign up to meet Joanna, man. Okay. If you don't know who that is, look it up. Okay. We're not in a movie. Mm -mm, don't agree with it. Let's move on. But typical Kardashian gender behavior. Okay. Right, guys? They think they can do whatever they want. Now, Tristan and Chloe, if we recap, go back to a couple of episodes, okay? Queen Sharon told y'all guys, I told you guys, he was going to cheat on her ass. Again, I told you that. And the reason why is because they no longer have Venom Pussy. The pussy has gone bad, okay? Tristan is not worried about Chloe. Uh, and here's the thing. Now, Chloe, who you going to blame? Who you going to blame? You going to blame, blame Jordan? Bitch, I blame you. You are the dumb bitch that accepted him back. You know what I'm saying? You're following Kim's footsteps for everything else. Go ahead and get the next man, okay? You done went through one husband. You're on Tristan. Go on and get the next one, okay? Following Kim's footsteps, okay? Now, uh, when it comes to Tristan getting the his attorneys involved, Bitch, you fucked up. You called the attorneys, your attorneys at the wrong time. You should have called your attorneys before you fucked the bitches to get an NDA. But that's your dumb ass. You don't call them after. Bitch, get control of your dick. Damn. Now, uh, here we go. What do we got next? What do we go? What do we got next? Oh, Jack Harlow's. What I know from this and what this is showing me is that Megan the Stallion's pinky toe is more important than a whole black woman's life. Okay, where the fuck is this world going today? We cared more about Megan the Stallion's toe than a black woman's life. So y'all just think about that for a little bit. Y'all bitches ain't right. Now, moving on to uh, JB's and her mom, Angela. Okay, um, I love Tamar and I appreciate her so much. And I do, you know, I love the fact that she said she wasn't gonna disrespect Aunt Angela. However, I am not that gracious. So as far as Angela, okay, uh, you gap tooth bitch. Let me tell you a little something about yourself, okay? Uh, you said that your son is supposed to be going around and demonstrating and showing what a strong black man is, but you are supposed to be a black woman and you are not demonstrating what a black woman is supposed to be. 
what is that? Oh, oh, that's the burnt person. Okay, Roland Ray's cousin. I got it. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. I got it. Thank you. Um, so, you know, you weren't representing black women when you got on there and opened your white ass mouth. Now, were you? No, you were not. You were not. Now, here's the thing, Jason. This is what I don't understand. As we get older, right, and we come from our parents, and we're fucking, and we fuck different people. Let me ask you a question. Jason, when you was fucking somebody, was your parents in the bed with you? No. No, not me either. Not me either. You know why? Because they're not worried about our motherfucking private genitals. So why the fuck are you worried about JB's private genitals, bitch? Let her do what the fuck you want to do with her body. If we ain't there and you ain't there when we fucking and we sucking, then it don't matter what the fuck we do with our bodies. Okay? Let's see. Let's go on. Let's go on. Oh, and then the thing is, is that Angela is so angry because she confused. And you know who the fuck I blame? Caitlyn's bitch ass. See, if Caitlyn would make up her damn mind, more people would not be confused about the transgender community. So again, Jenner Kardashians get it to fucking together. Okay, when are we going? Where are we going? What we got here? What do we got here? Now, you also, I saw somebody put a comment up and said that Angela was concerned about the babies that were in the room. However, this is the baby that came out of your womb, bitch. Okay, the other babies that them been to, they lost, they gone. We can't get them back. You know what I'm saying? But this is your baby right here, right now. Okay, I'm gonna need you to do better. Now, as far as Tamar coming on, Jason, let me tell you something. I love the topic that you guys hey, look, did. We're gonna have to sum up the reports now because I gotta get to other people, but we're gonna just sum up Tamar really quick. Oh, I love her. And I think that the self love is great. That was it for the messy report. So tune in for next week. And remember, we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. <laughs> I love it. It was amazing. Perfect. All right. So, Bone, uh, what do you think about tonight? You have to unmute yourself because I don't know what's going on with your phone. There's nothing going on with my phone. I'm on my laptop, so let's not come for my phone. And I was on mute, and I unmuted myself. What you want to talk about the show, the dissertation Did Kelvin not get all the stuff? Because I was waiting for the Super JB throwdown. I don't know. Just let's talk about what you saw in the okay. show. So tonight, like the Caitlyn Jenner thing, you were talking about Caitlyn Jenner benefiting off of Chris Jenner's awards. I don't think it's right. You, Caitlyn didn't get them. Chris did. Like you said, Chris is dead. Caitlyn's not. not so, Bruce. 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 Who is Chris? Bruce. I'm confused. It's too many he, she's, shims going around. Chris Jenner, Chris Jenner is Kim Kardashian's mother, who happens to be Caitlyn's. Girl, <laughs> I'm going to see you on Vigo. You, you, girl, you go back to sleep. All right. Um, even servants, go ahead and unmute. What's up? Okay, so I'm gonna keep this very simple when it comes to Chloe and Christian. I'm, I mean, whatever Chloe and Thompson, whatever his name is. Yes, at the end of the day, is they have a reality, yeah, they have a reality relationship. So he's allowed to do what the fuck he wanna do because this is not a real relationship at all. The relationship is built for to build his fame and also it's a storyline for 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 Chloe. And I don't understand why people are upset about him fucking whoever he want to fuck. Because at the end of the day, there's an understanding in that relationship. He could fuck whoever he want to fuck. Because that's what I understand. Watching him fucking whoever he want to fuck. And they're not doing anything about it. And she's staying there and taking it. That's just my philosophy. At this moment, 
that relationship is for reality TV only. That's all I have to say. Would you stick your fist up Tristan's ass? No, I wouldn't, but I would suck his dick. <laughs> what a way to end the show. We need to come in. See? Whitney Pooh's like, I don't know. Okay, listen, y'all. Y'all are a hot-ass mess. You didn't offer to suck Tristan Thompson's dick on the show. Now you know. He might just let you. All right, it's thoughts and prayers. Where's the audience? There's an old saying that goes, I'm not listening to what a man says. I'm listening to what a man does. And there's a lot to be said about who keeps their word. You know, someone who is able to take accountability for their own actions and not place the blame on others. Boom, they talking about Rob right here. I've learned from my own experiences that no matter how much I would tell people about my business plans, they didn't take me seriously until I put in the work and showed the empire that Hollywood unlocked the scene it's truly believing. Oh, that oh, that Hollywood don't like this scene. Oh, whatever. Stop letting people's broken promises and fairy tales pull the wool over your eyes. That woman is never going to get off that couch and find a job if she hasn't started already. No matter how many times he tells you he loves you, he will not stop cheating because uh, he still has Jack on his phone. That's the app where he finds the boys. He's for the straights, Chloe. This week, take a closer listen to what people are doing, not just what they're saying, because you deserve peace. Not the piece that he's giving away to everybody else. That's it for this episode of Gagging with Jason Lee. We're back every Tuesday. I'll have a new show. And I don't know. Maybe I'll have a guest. And I can't wait to look back with you and gag again. So stay tuned. Follow our Gag Nation on Instagram account because we'll be posting recaps there. Also, make sure that you are following us on all social media. Subscribe to us on YouTube, on Instagram, Facebook. Make sure you're uh, going to HollywoodUnlocked.com and, and registering to get our daily newsletter. And make sure that you're streaming us on all platforms because as much as we are a live streaming show, we are a podcast. I'm also giving you my phone number so you can stay connected to me as if I'm on a, not already overly accessible. Here's my number right here, 310-388-6463. Again, 310-388-6463. And uh, I'm going to go to Bego now. So find me over there. Bye, bitch. Bye.